Welcome to the STEM Teacher Podcast on this opening day of the 2018 baseball season. You, This is your host, John Van Dusen, and we are going to talk about baseball STEM activities. The first one that's probably the easiest that we all think about is averages, batting averages. But you'd be surprised how many kids and maybe how many adults don't understand what batting 300 means, 0. 0.300. They don't understand what that means. Uh, so look it up. You know, bad, the best batting average ever recorded was by outfielder Ty Cobb, whose career ended in 1928. And his, he had the highest average in Major League Baseball history, and he batted 366, so 0.366, over 24 seasons, mostly with the Detroit Tigers. Uh, so what does that mean? So it's a percentage, or it's an average, and it's out of a thousand. So every thousand at bats, he would hit the ball 366 times, or 36.6 times every hundred at bats. So it's pretty interesting to look at batting averages and how they're calculated and what counts towards it, whether it's an hit, whether it's an error, a walk does not count towards it. So look up batting averages. Well, we're talking about batting averages, the worst batting average, uh, the lowest batter batting average ever was by a player named to Bill Bergen, a catcher who played from 1901 to 1911, and his batting average was 170 or 0.170 um, out of 3,028 career at-bats. For every 1,000 at-bats, he only hit uh, especially with the pitching. And if you look at pitchers when they're throwing a fastball, they're throwing a curveball, a slider, a sinker, a knuckleball, which is one of my favorites to look at because the air literally doesn't know how to get out of the way. So the ball just kind of dances through the air. Um, if you really want to look in the aerodynamics of baseball pitching, uh, go on YouTube and look up the blitz ball, which is a baseball-sized ball that you can buy and because of the way it's shaped, you can throw massive curves with it. Uh, just the way it, it cuts the air and the air resistance around it, you can throw big curves, big sinkers. Um, it's really, really neat. Again, that's called the blitz ball. Uh, also looking at pitching, uh, you can look at the average speed of pitches, whether it's their average fastball, average curveball, slider, uh, you can also look at the arm motion, watch some slow-mo pitchers and see if you can tell the difference between when a pitcher throws a fastball versus when they throw a curveball. Uh, you can also look into the number of pitches they throw in a game. You know, you'll see when you're watching a baseball game, there's a, a counter that counts how many pitches that they throw in a game. And if you look deeper into it, they count how many pitches they throw at practice and you know, there's, there's a certain limit on how many pitches each pitcher is allowed to throw. Uh, you know, let me see there. There's other pitching statistics. Um, oh, I put in, why do they change? I know as a baseball fan, sometimes you'll be watching a game and you'll have a pitcher that's just smoking hot. He's throwing great. He's striking people out. And then all of a sudden they'll change him. And we think, well, why are they changing them? And if you listen to the commentators, they'll talk about the statistics on this certain batter is up and how they hit against this type of pitch from this type of pitcher. And maybe we can get a small advantage if we put in a, a left-handed pitcher versus a left-handed batter or whatnot. 
And that's kind of controversial as a fan, because when you see somebody who's on a roll, you want to just let them roll. Um, but when they're using the math and the statistics of baseball, uh, you know, somewhere they believe they're going to get a small advantage in changing out pitchers. And we all know that runs are hard to come by in the, in the major league baseball. Uh, timing is another great thing that you can look at and test yourself. Uh, how long does it take to run to first base? How long does it take to run to first base if you are a left-handed batter? How much time do you actually save? How many steps do you save? Um, is it worth it if you can bat both right and left-handed to bat left-handed? Because you may save, you know, a tenth of a second, which will make you safe how many more times than not? Um, how fast can you run to second base? You know, how far of a lead can you take and still get back safely to first in the event of a pickoff? And how much time does it save you running to second? Uh, also sliding. Can you get to second base faster if you slide? If you slide feet first, if you slide head first versus if you, uh, you know, power down and, and stand up on the base. So those are all different things that you can you can look at Major League Baseball and watch or you can try them yourself. You can get out on the baseball field with a stopwatch and time some of those things just to just to see. Um, you know, it's really interesting to watch the right-handed batters versus the left-handed batters because the right-handed batter is further away, but they're facing first base. The left-handed batter is a couple feet closer, but they're facing away from the base. So just see those different things and how how it plays out, which is better, which is worse, which is faster. Some other things going back to the pitching, and we're talking about timing. You can look how long does the ball take to get from the pitcher's hand to the catcher's glove, and how much time does a batter have to make a decision if they're going to swing or not. Um, and if they do make a decision to swing, how far into the pitch does that swing start in order to meet the bat on the ball in the strike zone? So other things with pitching when you're watching – um, you can see them in slow-mo, and there's a ton of videos out there on YouTube um, about slow-motion pitches and see how far the ball actually breaks on a curveball, on a slider, you know, how much it moves on a two-seam fastball versus a four-seam fastball. So just some really interesting things, and you can talk about the aerodynamics and the physics, um, the fluid dynamics, because air is acting as a fluid as it flows over the baseball. Uh, when you're looking at force, you have a ball traveling roughly 80 miles per hour and a bat traveling 75 miles per hour in the swing. How fast does the ball leave the bat? Um, you know, and now we're talking about the mass of the baseball and the and the speed of the bat and the speed of the ball. Uh, I wrote down Major League Baseballs have an average mass of 5.125 ounces and a 90 mile per hour fastball can leave the bat at 110 miles per hour. So we've all seen some of those where the ball goes fast back at the pitcher, uh, you know, so the pitcher has even less time to react than the batter does to swing. The pitcher has less time to either put his glove in the way or, or get out of the way. Um, and it talks, uh, the one website I was looking on was talking about Newton, Newton's second law of motion, uh, you know, with the two moving objects there. Uh, in a collision lasting less than one thousandth of a second, the average pro swing uh, imparts 4,145 pounds of force on the ball. Now, that's a lot of force. Uh, another thing we we looked at this morning, because it's opening day and we were having some 
some fun in STEM class before uh, we send the kids off to spring break because we pulled up a time hop video on breaking bats or not time hop, time warp, I'm sorry. And time warp is a show it used to be on Discovery Channel where they would take an average thing such as drums or table saws or traps, uh, paintballs, and they play them in super slow motion. And one of them they did was uh, breaking a baseball bat, which is really interesting to watch. In slow motion, when you see that ball hit the sweet spot of the bat, the ball looks like mush. I mean, it just flattens right out. And again, it's happening in less than a thousandth of a second. And then they'd move the ball closer to the grip. And you can see when it's when it's off the sweet spot, how much vibration goes through the bat. And we talked about, we've all been up to bat and you swing and you hit the ball and it just vibrates your hands and it hurts. Uh, we saw that in slow motion today. And then they move the ball a little closer to the handle and on an ash baseball bat, you could see the point where the ball hits, the vibration starts and it's just too much for the bat and it actually breaks. Uh, so that was pretty interesting to watch. Again, that's Time Warp. Uh, you can find them on YouTube, Time Warp Baseball Bat. Uh, the last thing I'd written down about a STEM activity for baseball is measuring. Measuring distances between bases, between the pitching mound and the plate. How wide is the pitching rubber? How wide is a base? Is it the same as a as home plate? Um, and then another one I wrote down, which would be fun if you measured from home plate to first base and you measured from first base to second base, could you figure out the distance between third base and first base by doing the math? So if you know how far the bases are from each other, could you figure out the, uh, the triangle there? So could you figure it out without measuring? So just some fun things you can do with baseball. It's opening day, so you can talk about batting averages. Why is it called? Uh, batting 300, what does that even mean? You can talk about the aerodynamics of pitching. Again, if you look at blitz ball, you'll see some massive curves just by the way the ball is shaped. You can talk about timing with running from base to base, righties versus lefties up to bat, um, You know, risk and reward versus taking a lead to try to get to second base. How much time are you saving when you slide head first, feet first, don't slide at all? And then the force, the force things, the math of you know, how fast the ball is going, how fast the bat is moving. Um, if you hit it square, I know a, a favorite baseball joke is they give you a round ball and a round bat, tell you to hit it square. So, but how much force is imparted on the baseball? How fast is it traveling off the bat? Um, and then measuring distances between bases, between the pitching mount and the plate, how wide those things are. And then if you know the basics there, you can you can do the math and figure out you know, how far it is from first to third, how far it is from the pitching mound to second base. Is it exactly halfway? Um, just some fun things you can do with baseball, being it's the opening day of baseball season. Now for my friends out there, I have one friend named Cody who is a huge Red Sox fan. So I got to give a shout out to him. And being where I live, there's a lot of Tigers fans Go Detroit Tigers and a lot of Brewers fans. Uh, my buddy Jason is a die-hard Brewers fan. So I hope you learned something today on the opening day of 2018 of baseball season. This is John Van Dusen for the STEM Teacher Podcast, asking you to keep an open mind and try to learn something new every day.